WFNU is a volunteer-run station made up of many different community voices. Each program expresses one aspect of that diversity, and not the views of WFNU or Frogtown Tuned In as a whole. You are listening to The 945 Show on WFNULP 94.1 FM and podcasted everywhere. Local music from the Twin Cities. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to WFNULP 94.1 FM in St. Paul. I am Mike Rezendez, and you are listening to the all-new 945 show here. I have a special guest for me, or in studio today for you, for me as well, I guess. This morning we have North Innsbruck. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Mike. How are you doing? And I'm pretty good. It's, it was a really nice drive, and it's a beautiful day here in the Twin Cities, so... Couldn't be honestly. Couldn't be happier. Awesome. Let's try to get you on that other microphone. I don't think right. that one's working. How about this one here? Oh, Is that so better? much better. All right. I'll just scoot the chair over here a little bit. So. <laughs> just like we practiced. <laughs> Got to move the keys here too. Now. There we go. That's better. All right. Like I said, you were listening to the all new 9:45 show, and uh, what. We're doing this summer, which is going to be completely different from what you're probably used to from last summer, is uh, it's going to be a lot of local musicians and artists coming in studio. Uh, we're going to try to highlight them all hour long. They're also picking out some music here as well. And uh, Chris, you are a local synthwave artist. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we're going to get into what synthwave is here in just a little bit. Um, you've sent me some other music from other artists uh, from here locally. We got one here locally, yep. and uh, we have a couple that are also internationally known. A lot of it's going to be fun to listen to. If you like the 80s style music, you're going to love this episode, um, and we hope you stick around for the rest of it. Um, as you heard in our new um, Opening, um, we are a part of Frogtown Tuned In now, which is a new nonprofit that is running the radio station, uh, and uh, we are excited about that. More information about that to come as well. All right, so let's get right into it. North Innsbruck yeah, is absolutely. a project that you're doing. That's your uh, your name. People can find you everywhere under that name. Um, yeah, just Google North Innsbruck. There, there you go. There, yeah, yeah you're you're you're, you're everywhere. Out. You're all over uh, Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Um, Things think, are popping up here and there. That's for sure. It's yeah. happening. I don't know. It, it's it's interesting. I guess happening quickly in some spots at times. So right now, yeah. I think you and I. I first contacted you. I think in January or February. I think it was yeah. February because I think January is pretty much when you started getting going. 
yeah, pretty yeah. big time, right? Yeah, things started to speed up. I, I mean, really, I started, I think I released the very first song in the beginning of September, maybe last year or so. Okay. And so, yeah, we must have met. It had to have been January, February or so initially, just through some messages. And yeah, now here we are. You know, the, the show is, it's it's June. It's amazing how fast time goes. I know, right? So, yeah. yeah. So uh, your music is available um, on a couple of different platforms. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. In fact, um, as far as music goes, I mean, iTunes certainly a place to go. Uh, Bandcamp's great because the money goes directly to the artist. Right. You know, <laughs> That's I, great. I actually, um, I will yeah. put in a plug here for Bandcamp. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what Bandcamp is, go check them out. A lot of indie artists are there. And like you said, all almost all, is it all the money or, or a big portion of it goes Huge right to the, to yeah. the artist? Yeah, so. exactly. I forget what the specific percentage is, but it's definitely the, the majority of the money does go directly to the musicians yeah, themselves. Which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Huge so. support there. So yeah. So yeah Bandcamp, other places though, um, SoundCloud, or SoundCloud, you can find it. I mean, title. I've got a distributor through DistroKid. So, I mean, they kind of get me on any platform that's out there i found out i was on youtube i didn't realize there's a <laughs> north innsbruck youtube channel go figure so so yeah so there's been some cool stuff going on out there so awesome yeah so uh and and how i found you was through a hashtag search on instagram Crazy. so for anybody out there who's yep. wondering if hashtags are alive or dead they're definitely alive on instagram yeah, it's um, been a key for me actually. So, you know, social media thing there. Didn't really know what I was doing, but I figured I might try it out. Right. Can't go wrong. Nobody knows who you are anyhow. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's only one way for people to find out. Right? Exactly. That's it. So, yeah, I think they call it guerrilla marketing, don't they? You know, yeah. Just try yeah, anything just, and see what sticks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think I, I heard somebody uh, on the internet the other day, it was a marketer. Um, social media manager, yeah. and she said, anything you can do besides taking your clothes off is fair game. So Here we go. On social media. So. Well, I won't be doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Although you never know what that yeah. might get you. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true today. <laughs> Oy, that's scary. Right. All right, so let's talk about uh, the whole synthwave genre. What, yeah. is, what is synthwave, and mm-hmm. uh, what got you um, interested in making music? What's your background in, in music? Yeah, well, let's start off uh, about the first part, just kind of what is synthwave, I guess. And I think that's still being defined to a certain degree, but what I'm finding is it's more... Um, um, uh, electronic music based on uh, a certain love, I suppose, for for nostalgia of the, of the 80s. And that's that's only just one piece of synthwave, I guess you could say. That's more the retrowave component that we've talked about there. I mean, we could talk about other things like dark wave as well is another form of synthwave, or it's a more aggressive form of music. And so with within that, there's within synthwave, there's a ton of different subgenres that all come together. But a lot of it is driven by um, computers integrated with keyboards and synthesizers to, to um, to in a sense, I guess you could say, create an orchestra around a single musician, which is which is really cool. Right. It's, it's yeah. something I've always wanted to do. Well, I wouldn't say I always wanted to do. I used to want to play guitar in a band, and <laughs> I did that for a while. You know, that had its ups and ups and downs. But as I've as I've gotten older as well, it's been harder to to find people to play music with. And so I thought, looking back at some of my old guitar lessons as a kid, and a guitar teacher of mine saying, "Hey, there's this thing MIDI. You should really check it out." And I I didn't like it at the time. I wanted to play grunge. You know? Right. <laughs> One of those deals. Um, but I remembered it at the very least. And you know, here we come. I don't know what, 20 years plus years later, and it's become relevant in my life, like very relevant. Right. So that's cool. So Synthwave and kind of the history where I came from, that's that's really it. It all kind of rolls into, I guess, one story, really. It's pretty wild, especially yeah. growing up with those sounds. Yeah, so, it, so mm-hmm. you, I, we, you and I, we filmed a, a video in your basement uh, studio. Yeah. And uh, 
they were you know we were talking about uh some of the the sounds that some of your sins make and one well, i can't remember there's the small one um uh, it's highlighted and it featured in that the video that we made of you playing it uh just yeah. to close up your hand but it sounds just like like mm-hmm. a nintendo 8-bit video oh, game oh yeah um this was a korg micro micro korg is what it's yeah. called and essentially what i was doing is i was throwing electronic uh um say just arpeggios through it more or less i had it set up to play a certain chord uh with an echo component layered over it and it, it's amazing what the you know the different things that you can really do with these electronic instruments now i'm playing with things like reverb so again you know echo reverb some of that compressing the sound as well just to blend things um you know drying out the sounds of drums because you start to hear all of these different techniques like for example one thing that i'm doing right now is um going back (laughs) been listening to uh a couple different bands uh u2 and genesis Uh i I mean phil collins drums right right? that snare sound oh i mean people have been imitating that like crazy in this genre and so it's been fun to play around with and see what variations you can really do with it um so again looking back and finding some of these different sounds that really really fond of actually growing up that I remember from things like movies, you know, soundtracks and, and other bands using like, you know, Duran Duran and seeing, seeing what I can do with them with the technology that I have at my right. disposal, which is, yeah. it sounded awesome back then, yeah. but now things, like you said, things have changed and absolutely you can go back and you know, everything's on your laptop. Absolutely. So. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got a lot of power at my hands here. Right. Yeah. Know? So it's, yeah. it's been fun. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, I want to talk about, uh, when we get back from listening to a couple of your your, your uh, songs here, um, talk about that '80s uh, synth sound because there was that was yeah. when it really blew up. Uh, I mean, there's a yeah. lot of I mean, almost every song from the '80s has it in it. Yeah. Um, totally. And then uh, the '90s came along and I think ruined it. Yeah, exactly. Everybody <laughs> like, wanted to play grunge, like I was right, saying. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it, yeah. it's like, I, I, hey, I'll, I'll tell you who I'm thinking about uh, right. when we come back. But Excellent. Uh, what we're going to do, uh, we're going to get into a couple of your songs. Uh, first, we're going to hear Falling. Yeah. Um, and that's the one that uh, that we featured in the in the video that you and I made um, for the, the guest reveal of this show. Um, and Limerence. And when we come back, we wanted, I want to talk about those two sh- uh, songs. Uh, what goes into making yeah. uh, a synthwave song and uh, the different layers and, and how long. Because it takes a while to get one of these tunes out. I mean, yeah, it, it's a so lot of work. There's a lot of, lot of things, a lot of layers. So yeah. uh, hopefully people can, uh, can listen for that and uh, get into that as well. So we're going to uh, first listen to Falling and then Limerence. I am with the North Innsbruck on the all-new 945 show on WFNULP 94.1 FM in St. Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio.
All right, that was Limerence by North Innsbruck. Before that, you heard Falling by the same artist, and North Innsbruck is in studio. Yeah. Chris, yeah. that was awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, Appreciate those are some, some good tunes. I like those. Um, yeah. You definitely, I think you, you nailed the wave part. Yeah, right at so, the end there. You yeah. could catch it. Yeah. yeah, so that was that was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, now, when I came over uh, to your studio and saw everything you had going on um, yeah. on your laptop, uh, you had, uh, I think it was Falling was up, or Limerence, one of the two were up on your screen. But Yeah, yep. um, maybe even bounce between them a little bit, perhaps. But right, yeah. yeah, I mean, the, totally. you had uh, each track up for, for whichever one of the two that were up there, but... Yep. You've got that thing layered like crazy. Yeah. So what yeah. goes into oh to, to writing and composing one of these songs? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it, it takes takes a lot of a lot of keyboards. We'll put it that way. You know. So um, no, but but beyond that piece of it, so I've got um, right now in the studio about seven different synthesizers, all from kind of the '80s through early 2000s or so. And I've I, truth be told, I spend a lot of time on Craigslist, kind of hunting through there, and occasionally eBay as well, looking for very specific things. So you kind of I don't know, put some time, some energy into looking for the right equipment. But as well, like you said before, it's all run by a keyboard. And so there's MIDI interfaces and audio interfaces and right. you know, computer applications, all kinds of stuff to put it all together. That's for sure. Yeah, you had uh, definitely a lot going on there. It was really cool to see. Yeah, man. So um, so I, I talked early, or we talked just before we, we heard those two songs about, uh, you know, the 80s uh, really... Uh, made this synthwave synthesizer explode in songs and the 90s came along and, and things switched but there were still a couple artists that were trying to use yeah uh, the synthesizer um one that comes to mind that routine annually makes like the worst synthesizer song list is that timmy t song one more try oh man so, right yeah, yeah. so yep. and, i mean to me that's just <laughs> sticks in my head um you know it's like the like that weird you're not uh, going to play that trans- song, no, are you? No, oh, okay. No, no, no. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I think, uh, you know, we get back to, to what you're doing, and it yeah. kind of re- reminds people of yeah. what uh, yeah. what it can sound like Absolutely. and what it does sound like. No. So, that- Truth be told, I mean, even like you, I think you're referencing Daft Punk there, I, I'm thinking probably. So, yeah, with that one right there, I mean, mm-hmm. truth be told, like I've found a lot of influence in some of their music too. Looking back, like some of the stuff as the music changed, I caught that I still kind of held on to some of those early maybe mid late 90s even in electronic acts like crystal method was another one as right. well that is yep. actually I like them a lot yeah, i still do i hear some of those songs they're, they're pretty catchy yeah so, um yeah. now uh daft punk they've been around for a long time oh man um and it yeah. seems like they i don't know how much of their music they've actually changed their style but it just seems you know they they seem to be up and yeah. either uh still creating what the genre mm-hmm. is going to or if they're just they can adapt yeah, that, yeah the french music no they're they're pretty phenomenal i i mean how do you year after year they you know they've, they've always kicked out great music i guess what, what can you say i'm um, to right. hold on that long you know what you're doing that's yeah. for sure so they're they're great producers plus they've got this cool image you know all that kind of stuff right, going yeah. along with it as well so i mean they got it all figured out. Yeah, yep. added some funk. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That, that That's was a, it. That was a big yep. deal for him exactly. a couple of years ago. Yep. So you get a good producer like uh, Pharrell involved, too. And, yep, totally. And, uh, that'll, that'll help out. Yeah, that'll definitely drive your music. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, you did a, um, a soundtrack that was part of a photo series. Yeah, yep. Uh, Jane Doa. Yep, Jane Doe. Jane Doe. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Jane Doe. Yeah, I think I, I, yeah, I don't know why I have that written down here. Well, that's okay. Um, but 
so tell us a little bit about that and how did that yes. come about and how do you make a, a soundtrack for a photo series? Yeah, so uh, these guys down in Houston, um, two photographers, uh, Dion and um, Kunal had reached out to me, specifically Dion had reached out to me. It was back in, I, I think it was maybe November or so last year. And they come across some of the music that I'd released as well, some of the, the images and, and whatnot that I've done on Instagram, just, you know, promotional stuff here and there, posting some videos, and really liked a couple of songs that I'd released and asked if they could use them, um, along with some of their photos, posting them on, on Instagram or other websites, Twitter, um, Facebook, I suppose, as well. And um, you know, we kind of just decided to take it to the next level, kind of one of those deals. So um, after some conversations, instead of using the old music, decided to write some new music for it. And that uh, turned into more of a soundtrack setup to go with the photos, characters, stories, all that. Yeah, no, uh, how, how do you use the, the music together with still photos? Do they put together a, like a video or how did they, did they say, here's our photos and then, by the way, here's a soundtrack that we kind of put together for Yeah, that. so th they sent me um, a whole packet of photos. I mean, email after email of, of photos just to go through and reference because part, part of the collaboration was going to be using their photography as cover art and other pieces as well. So it really was a kind of a multifaceted um, working together type of experience. And... Uh, they also have a, I guess it's a blog online. I think it's through WordPress, perhaps, but okay. they're writing story after story about all these different characters in it with the idea of building a larger universe. And it's really kind of pulling me into it to be more of a composer of sorts as they go into the future and continue to grow the project as okay. well. So, so it's, it's really cool to have access to these, the resources and the knowledge that they have as, as well going forward because it's all about this collaboration. It's, it's going to be bigger. I mean, it's all bigger than me. You know, right. That's for sure. Yeah. So, so it's, it's cool. <laughs> but it's good to be a part of something yeah. like that, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, that's Definitely. awesome. They, uh, it's kind of like a uh, like an online uh, comic book type series, basically. I'm in like a that. sense, yeah. yeah. As you go through and read about the different characters, you can start to see how the storyline really interweaves with one another and how they're all connected or, or related and, and why they're in the different situations they are. So, um, for example, there's an event that happens um, called the tipping point in this, in this story where... Uh, I don't know, what would you describe it to? Almost kind of like a change in the way the, the earth, the world, human beings function with one another and, and with machines. And so I decided sure. to write a track based on this event. And it's it um, it consists of... Yeah, you've yeah, taken technician. things apart, finding... Oh, my gosh. Don't even get me started. That's, <laughs> we can save that for a different show someday. Right, People yeah. Are not interested in here. Are you uh, like, like an axe man? <laughs> No oh, visitor? No, no, nothing like that. Okay. No, no, not not quite there. There's a couple of shops in town that really help out, but I'm telling you, just between the computer and the old synthesizers, something I don't know. Every once in a while, they just decide they don't want to work together or sure. whatever it is. So you're shutting things down or you know, re reloading applications, taking them off yep. because it gets angry. Yeah, That's it. definitely. Yep. Finding something a little bit better. Yep, exactly. Yeah, like ghosts in the machine, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I know all too much about some stuff. Yeah, I'm right. gremlins. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Lots uh, of them. So collaborations, you've done yes. uh, a couple already. I have. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, a couple guys. Uh, that I've done a fair amount of work with. One specifically, Magnavolt. He's in Sweden. He's become one of my best friends. We met back in September of mm -hmm. last year. So, well, was it September? Either way, he had, he had reached out to me about a collaboration very early on after I started um, releasing music. And so I was on his album, um, Arugia, uh, which was released September, late September, October last year. I can't remember okay. the exact date, but I was on the kind of a B side of it. But we continued to work together and, and build and grow a friendship and a relationship and more of a, a musical partnership as well. And so, um, so we've worked really closely together and it's been a lot of fun. He has, um, 
a new EP coming out that I've got two, possibly a third song that I've participated on with it. So I'm really excited for that to come out. Um, we've got a, you know, gear that's for sale now as well, like some T-shirts right. and all that. So it's like, Where can we what? get that gear? Oh, my goodness. So you're going to go to Instagram. Okay. Thanks for asking. Yeah. And you're going to go to uh, Magnavolt's Instagram profile. So um, I believe it's I am Magnavolt. Uh, okay. Got his name from Magnavolt Industries from the RoboCop. Oh, nice. Movies. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> One day I was watching the movies and it occurred to me as I was watching, and I was like, oh, Whoa, whoa, wait a minute here. Right. You know, like, <laughs> that's actually really cool. Um, but uh, yeah, so go out to his Instagram profile and his bio. There's a link, and uh, you'll be able to get some some gear there. Awesome. Uh, a couple T-shirts, some hoodies, that kind of stuff. So so he's one of my partners in crime. Another guy, uh, Magnavolt's in Sweden. I think I'd mentioned that um, as well. Uh, Millennium Falk. He's out of Finland. He's a synthwave singer. You can tell he's definitely got that... Um, kind of uh, daft punk funk type influence right. to his music you can yeah. hear but as well his singing some real style. cool cover art too to go along with oh, a lot of his music so. my man he, he knows what's up you know yeah. and, and i'm telling you, it's been a gift getting to know these guys without a doubt and right. so they're like they're kind of like my musical brothers out there right now they're both going to be on uh my future ep that i'm working on right now and yeah, good stuff coming. Yeah, we're going to actually hear uh, music from both of those gentlemen yes. um, on, yeah. on the show, too. Um, there seems to be a lot of, uh, uh, you know, working together uh, within the synth community that I've seen, yeah. um, either sharing each other's posts, uh, listening to the music, um, lots of playlists being made on oh, Spotify yeah. and SoundCloud. Um, and it's nice to see that that community is just really... Uh, pushing each other in a positive way, you know, yeah. e- either pushing another person's work um, and then that person will push that person's work. But it seems to be that there's there's just a lot of fun going on in that community and everyone's trying to work really hard to get somebody else noticed um, besides just themselves. Yeah, yeah, the whole growth thing, that's, that's a piece of it. I mean, you know, I talk about those two guys um, specifically, but truth be told, I mean, there's there's a number of people that I've connected with through through um again instagram and, and twitter um you know messaging one another that that's really brought it all together um nobody's standing alone and there's i mean things like you know going back to the troubleshooting sometimes you know things go wrong or or recently there was um uh someone from uh i think it was topeka kansas messaged me and they're a newer musician they're gonna they've got an album coming out but they're wondering about well how do i distribute you know right can, can you help me out so i was like yeah um here's the amazon envelopes you know <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then it was a message later oh those were the wrong ones don't right. order those but um yeah um if you're making stickers like here's where you can have stickers made fairly cheaply you know at and i learned this trick from someone else by the way so you know you've right. been sharing credit for the knowledge that you've you've picked up from other people so yeah and yeah it's kind of like um like here at the station you know we mm-hmm. If one person finds a trick, it's like yeah. share that with everybody else because that will definitely help out. And then the same yeah. thing I've found with uh, like podcasting in the podcasting community. There's a lot of people yeah. with questions. They reach out to each other and, and help each other out. So. Oh, my gosh. It, that's actually, truth be told, part of the guiding philosophy. I figure if, if you're doing better, um, we're doing better. Right. You know? And then yeah. that's it. And I'm yeah. seeing word spread. And I think going back to the growth, I'm, that's got to be a key piece of it. You know, community. Yeah. Right. It's huge. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, nostalgia with the synthwave. You and I talked um, with the Stranger Things TV yeah. show on Netflix. Yeah. Um, yeah. Their opening was pretty pretty cool. Oh. So I think that's uh, yes. the first time my wife and I 
watched that show and we heard that, we both looked at each other like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the this 80s. Is special, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. This is my childhood right yeah. here. Down in the basement, Dungeons and Dragons, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's pretty wild, you know? That, that really lit the flame. That's for sure. So, good stuff, you know? Yeah, you got, uh, and then with the, the Tron, the second Tron yeah. movie that came out, that um, was a, that was a pretty big. So, Daft Punk. Right there. Right, I mean, yeah. they, were the, they were the people behind it, and that, that was another thing that really kind of lit the fuse. If you look at those two albums, um, specifically uh, Beyond Stranger Things, uh, the Ex Machina soundtrack is it's really good, and some of the sounds in it, you step back and you realize that there's that kind of relationship between the different records from one another. Um, so many, I mean, even certain record labels right now that are out there, like Waxwork Records, are putting out these horror soundtracks. A lot of them are from the 80s. You can hear this stuff come up, these different synthesizers and sounds that, I don't know, I, I love from these movies that I was growing up. There's something special about those sounds. Right, yeah. It definitely brings you back to your childhood. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's you here in Minneapolis. There's a couple of other artists as well. Yep. Um, and uh, one of them is Galaxy 80. If yes. you're out there listening, what's up? Yeah, so, hey, buddy. So uh, we we're, we've got uh, Firebird. Uh, you wanted me to play. Um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna get into the music that you sent me. Uh, we have Firebird from Galaxy 80, who is the local, um, and we have Millennium Falk. Uh, Why won't you love me now? Um, yeah. And then uh, the Magnavolt song that you're featured on, uh, Yumi. Yep. Is it Yumi Five, right? Yumi Five. Yumi Five. You got it. Yep. And then Betamax with Boulevard. Yes. So we will listen to those songs, and then we will come back and continue our interview with North Innsbruck. It is now 1018 on Saturday morning. You are listening to the all-new 945 show on WFNULP Frogtown Community Radio. Come and go with me as I take you into the weekend. And there's no better place to do WFNULP. 94.1 FM in St. Paul.
WFNULP is available online at WFNU.org, where we stream online 24-7.
All right, that was Betamax with Boulevard on WFNU LP 94.1 FM. Frogtown Community Radio, the time is now 10.35. My guest in this morning is North Innsbruck, also known as Chris. Whoops, here, hold on. Oh, okay, there you go. Turn the mic on. There yeah. you go. Yeah, it's that radio all right. one type yeah. stuff, you know. That's all right. It's behind, what behind the scenes <laughs> stuff that people don't really uh, <laughs> check it out. Yeah. So, all right. So we uh, we had a, a, a worldwide debut in that set. So uh, Fire uh, Galaxy 80 with Firebird. That was the first time he was ever played on the radio. That's pretty exciting. I, I realized that yesterday at... I think uh, I was looking at some messages and realized this was a, yeah, world premiere from Galaxy 80. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, um, that's, that's pretty awesome. I'd first heard of him. This great kind of wild. Back in November, I had gotten an uh, email from a record label that I had followed, and they're like, well, we're releasing or re-releasing the Galaxy 80s album from 2017, which was a, a big hit. And so I decided to check it out, you know, and came in the mail. And I, I listened to it, and I liked it, and here it is six months later and this now what you know yeah, right. that, that happens like <laughs> pretty cool you know yeah. so yeah yeah what a gift life's been pretty neat yeah that's say. awesome if you missed any of the music that we've played so far or any of this interview you can always go back and podcast it maybe you're listening to the podcast now and you're in the future it's kind of a, a weird way to look at it yeah but, uh, we're available yeah. everywhere <laughs> you can get podcasts uh we're on itunes spotify google play run uh a lot of different uh outlet outlets um and uh north innsbruck is as well and you should check check them out um we'll, we'll push your stuff here again uh, so you're available on bandcamp so i am yep so uh, bandcamp.com search north innsbruck um and uh check them out follow yeah. them so what i like also about bandcamp is uh, when you follow an artist you're automatically put on their email list Totally. Um, and uh, you don't send out a ton of emails, so you're not no. going to get bombarded with a ton of emails right. either. So Yeah, I'm in the studio right now, so right. I won't bug you, I promise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can always yep. opt out too as well, but uh, yep. I think I follow, wow, I don't even know how many local artists I follow now on Bandcamp. I think I've got one email oh, wow. from all those artists, So it, which is which is fine because I'm somebody who doesn't like to be like, oh, another email. So right. I'm there for the music anyway. So yep, yep. Um, that's what I use it for. Uh, so tell us, uh, can you tell us a little bit about this project you're working on right now? Yeah, absolutely. So this is going to be uh, another EP. I'm looking at about maybe I don't know, seven to eight songs or so. And I've got some collaborations going on right now. Of course, a few you know solo tracks as well. But um, we're looking primarily at instrumental synth wave. That's been kind of my forte more than anything else. But as far as collaborations go, it's pretty exciting um millennium falk who we heard just a little bit ago yep, the one with the lyrics yeah absolutely he's going to be singing on a track uh, we're working really closely together on right now in fact i had pushed um i don't want to say a final version but a, definitely a, a cleaned up version uh over to him this well, actually it was last night maybe at about 10 30 or so and it's on like maybe this evening he was going to start you know kind of working on recording a few of the different parts to it so that was pretty right. exciting so that's in Finland right now in his hands being worked on um other you know collaborations that are going on um I'm always working with Magnavolt on things you know and right. so I'm you know expect something to come from him as far as being involved in this album yet I you know we don't have a song necessarily pushed out to him yet I'm still writing but you never know what's going to happen <laughs> right. there that's the beauty of of this 
this. Uh, other things, um, we heard Betamax a little bit ago. Um, potentially, I've pushed some song stems his way as well, and so he's listened to a certain track that I've been working on, and, and so there's a possibility that, that we might be able to release something together as well. I know he's really busy and touring as well this summer. So, you know, who knows what will go on there, but on the same hand, that's something to possibly look forward to. So as I go forward, there's going to be more collaborations. I mean, I've got people who've reached out to me as well, and I've reached out to a few other people about potential work so that's really where things are sitting at right now for the album i'm about i'd say four or five songs written um okay. i'm hoping to write maybe a dozen or so and then kind of pick from my you know my personal favorites and maybe send it out to a few people like yourself to listen to to <laughs> say hey this song's terrible <laughs> or nothing like the others maybe save sure. that for a different record um but that's really what we're, we're going for right now um even cover um artwork uh um, name of the album, uh, you know, name of the album. I think we're shooting right now for a delicate balance. Um, we're going to pull in the Jane Doe guys as well okay. for some artwork again. Oh, that'd cover be art. sweet. So yeah, yeah. Um, possibly. I got uh, I, I got Jason on um, who I know through Instagram has sent some uh, spreadsheets my way about starting a Kickstarter to help fund a pressing for okay. the the album, which would be pretty cool. So yeah, vinyl is um, big right now. Uh, you know, and I, I did a little vote kind of on Instagram right, as yeah. well. And yeah, which I participated in. Did you? And I voted well, thank vinyl. you. Yeah, yeah, it was five to one vinyl beat everything else out. I, I don't think anybody voted for CDs, maybe one, but uh, which is contrary to what my a couple of my friends who own labels tell me. They're like, oh, everybody wants CDs, as it turns out. Don't press many records. So we'll yeah, see. Well, it kind of de- I think it depends ba- you know, yeah. really on, on who your audience is. That, that's it too, genre. You yeah, know? because I think yeah. uh, cassettes are starting to make a comeback. I've seen some people yeah. making cassettes. Now, the only yeah. I was talking to my wife about this. There was, mm-hmm. I can't remember what group it was, but they were talking about only releasing their new oh, work wow. on cassette. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a cassette well, player anymore. You know, digital is really kind so. of the easy to access format, and right. everything else. I, I mean, I, it hurts me to say a, a record or a cassette tape. It's not a novelty. It's it's not. You right. know, it's something that I enjoy holding. But as well, you don't necessarily have to have it anymore to listen to the music. And I mean, there's certain qualities for each format as well. I mean, right. I don't know. I grew up with tapes, and I, I yeah. love flipping tapes. But I've also seen a label. I think they're out of the UK, are releasing some albums on mini-disc. Oh. Right? Wow. <laughs> I know. That's, yes. That, that's a technology I, I forgot all about. <laughs> right? Yeah. When I was in college, our college radio station tried to do it. It just didn't catch yeah. on. You know? Maybe so. maybe we can get some DAT recordings somewhere. There know? we go. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So. If we're going to push the envelope, let's push it all the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I know my, my, my 15-year-old son just... Yeah. ordered a, a vinyl record nice. of, a, yeah. of an artist that he likes joji and so that was it's like well, that's cool. pretty cool yep. you know it's you know we have a record player at home so obviously we have the uh, the means to play yeah and play that stuff but it's just you know when when that generation is like you know i kind of like that sound mm-hmm. totally so it. i like that well, i did a good job raising him i guess you know my my girlfriend just got um a record yesterday in the mail from jillian Rea, a local oh, sure yeah, yeah singer yep. musician as well who's but, heard on this station by the way oh well there you go right yep. yeah she had actually crowdfunded it and so i right you know i, I looked at it and i sent a quick te- text message and i was like hey you got a record in the mail and she's like record what did i order right well you know as we're talking she's like oh that was a kickstarter from like you know six months ago or whatever right. and she's like it's here it is now so that's pretty exciting to see stuff like that happen so yeah. we haven't listened to it yet but 
Jillian, if you're listening, we're really jazzed to, to check it out. So, <laughs> yeah, I think she's yeah. out uh, doing a lot of a lot of stuff uh, right now. I don't. Um, yeah. But she was just on the current uh, on the local show last week or the week before. Oh wow! So, yeah, so she so is she, busy. Yeah, she's yep. a little busy right now. Um, yep. And uh, I, I enjoy following her on Instagram as well. We were talking about Instagram stories. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you can follow, find some of these local musicians. So the way I find you and the way I found, I found you and the way I find a lot of artists is uh, if you hashtag Minneapolis Music or St. Paul Music or Twin Cities Music, something yep. um, like that, uh, you'll find a lot of artists. But you follow them and their stories are full all oh, the yeah. time so yep. like your stories are full um in, which i enjoy all the artwork that you put out there yeah, so it's a lot of fun yeah it's yeah. really cool to see thank but you there's a lot of other artists out there that do a lot of cool um mm-hmm. stories if you're into the instagram story side of things yeah. so which is uh really nice to see totally it yeah it's been going back to you know connecting with people it's been a great conduit for for meeting new people um not just locally but obviously globally for right. me and, and key yeah. um in these collaborations so yeah now yeah. is it is it easier to come up to do a collaboration or to do a solo piece um i know with the collaboration oh, yeah. it's a lot of emailing back and forth mm-hmm. and sending files yeah it's a lot of work um honestly we're still getting better at it as well as we go forward um you know there's always things never quite turn out the way you expect them to so that's the hard part about it whereas i'm at home in the studio i have 100 percent control all the time you know, right. as to what's happening and so so there is that advantage but the, the challenge of working with somebody i mean building these partnerships and friendships with people again you know around the world that i never would have met um right and and the fact of going back to the way you can meet people like i've had a few people message me directly and say how how is it you know growing quickly well i i learned actually from magnavolt michael of how we met he sent me a message one day he's like i listened to a couple of your songs will you work on one of my songs and that was it like it was just a single message because worst case scenario what i don't message back right who cares you yeah. know and so i've done that as well with 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 a few people with the thought oh maybe you know they'll, they'll hit me back someday and through that process have met some very dynamic smart and cool people right probably just dying yeah. to work with somebody too on exactly that that's it you know yeah. so yeah the world is very small we'll put it that way right and i never realized it till this started yeah. Now, so. this will be your second EP that, that you'll be releasing when yeah. it finally comes out. Yep. Do you have any plans on doing like a full-length type album? Uh, maybe at some point. I, I think if I can, uh, just as far as, I don't know, my, uh, maybe an audience. I don't know. It's If I can get you know some people listen through a full EP first, maybe someday. Right. You know, But I know there's a number of bands now that prefer to release in an EP, EP-specific format. Right. So, so it's working well for me right now. And even as far as I think maybe it looks like an artist or musician my size, that may be more the way to go um, because of things like momentum. Um, you know, I to go two years in between two EPs, if nobody knows who you are, just doesn't seem like a good idea, especially right. if you're trying to build an audience and actually connect with people, which is what I'm trying to do. And so... So, yeah, there's a grind to it, without a doubt, you know, and there's days where I don't want to do it, and that's okay. I let myself have those days and step back, and lo and behold, it's like a wave. I mean, motivation is, it's like the tide. It comes and goes, and I allow myself those breaks, and it's worked out really well. In fact, I'm much happier than I've been before I started doing this. 
Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now, when, when, so all of you artists yeah, are right. weird and quirky. So when does motivation <laughs> hit you? Right. Is it late at night? Is it uh, oh, during man. the day? Is it when you're at work doing your nine to five? I mean, when is it like, oh, oh I got to yeah, go, right? I got to go, I got to write this I, I down. used to think it was in February. No, right? <laughs> I, truth be told, it comes and goes anytime it wants to. I, yeah. I think as the weather heats up, I'm really hoping that I'll, like, I'm going to get hit with extremely heavy motivation because I've given myself an, I don't know, somewhat arbitrary deadline of having all the music written by the end of August, early September that, right. that will motivate me. Reasons for doing it. And I think that's what's going to get me through it, you know, more. Yeah. Than anything else, I've got personal goals and expectations of myself, and hopefully that'll get me there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So uh, you're also you've been on other uh, radio shows. Yep. Uh, you were on one in in was it Manitoba? Uh, in yeah, Canada? up in Winnipeg, UMFM up there, their okay. college station. Um, uh, they have a synth show up there as well that they do Saturday nights, and so okay. that was really cool. Oh man, that was in, that, yeah, international, right? Yeah, right. right. Look out, here yeah. I come. <laughs> yeah, right. Totally it. Yeah, there's been some great opportunities for for exposure. Every once in a while, I'll get a message. I know um, there was a station in, I think it was Virginia, that was playing some music for a little bit. That Sweet. I actually I should look back into to learn a little bit more about how that happened. Maybe you know. Right, yeah. um, certainly around Europe, I know Russia as well um, is playing music. It's it's interesting. Again, we're wow. talking about analytics. You yeah. know, to see where stuff pops up and. Um, I've learned that uh, synthwave is extremely popular in, in Russia. Go, go right. figure. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> if anywhere it was going to be popular, there we go. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. So, but there's a there's a lot of cool sounds coming out of it. That's for sure. So, it, again, meeting people globally is just, oh man. I never would have thought. So cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then locally, uh, you've been on the Two Poor Bastards podcast. Yes. I think when you and I met, it was you were only on three times. Yeah. And since then, you've been on another what four yeah. or five times since then. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the th- I am the third bastard, or is a you know kind of like a fifth beetle of right. sorts, right? I suppose. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So and, so uh, I'm a part of that now. And, yeah. And Eric and Kyle are local here in St. Yes. Paul, so if you want to look them up. Uh, their podcast is available on a lot of yep. different platforms too, like Spotify, yep. SoundCloud, and yep. uh, iTunes as well. Yeah. And they're actually going to be on the show June 29th. Mm-hmm. So we'll have those two in studio. Yeah. We'll talk about that podcast and the whole local thing. They've got some a lot of things going on too. So yes. we'll talk about that. Um, but uh, good guys, is, yeah, this has been really cool. I appreciate you coming in. It's Thank already 10:50, and we got to get these wow. next couple of songs in. Uh, that uh, that you did. Um, yeah. Now, Ghosts of Sidonia, that was on, is that on the Jane Doe soundtrack That as is, well? yeah. We've got, um, let's see, so you've got Ghosts of Sidonia, and what's the other? Uh, uh, Origin. Origin. So both both of those are from the oh, Jane okay. Doe soundtrack, volume two, in fact, yeah. Um, Ghosts of Sidonia is based on a character called Origin, actually. Oh, and so there you this, go. This first volume was based on the main character, um, Origin, from the storyline primarily. Uh, so yeah, she's referred to as the Ghost of Sidonia as well, and uh, is a hero of, of sorts, and so they both, re- the songs kind of reflect both sides of of this character if you read the story awesome well chris thanks again for coming in thank you north innsbruck check them out find them all over social media go to bandcamp.com search north innsbruck yeah reach out to me let's connect yeah be cool i'd love it thank you all right next week we have steph wendler as my guest which is a great interview i know because it's already been recorded so we'll play that next week This is the 945 Show. I am Mike Resendez. Thanks for listening to the debut episode. It is now 10.50. You are listening to WFNULP 94.1 FM in St. Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio.
Thanks for listening to the 945 Show. If you'd like to help to make this show year-round, please visit my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Radio. For as little as $1 a month, you can help make this show go from just a summer program to an all-year show. That's patreon.com forward slash Radio. You can also visit my website at 945show.wix.com forward slash 945show. You can catch up on any of the shows that you missed throughout the summer, and you can just check out to see who's coming up on the show next. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.